0: Welcome to Ultimate Versa Q, your guide
1: to the ultimate universe. Now in podcast form. I'm Luke. And I'm Devin. And this week we're talking about... That ultimate Wolverine versus some ultimate Hulk, yo.
0: Written by Watchmen... Watchman, the HBO TV series creator Damon Lindolf.
1: No, we're going to talk about more. Written by... The helmer of the second through sixth seasons of Lost, Damon Lindelof.
0: And what else are we talking about?
1: We are also talking about that second half of Ultimates two, GT America,
0: Gran Turismo America. Yeah. And what's the last thing we're talking about?
1: Uh, we are also talking about the annual, the second annual. For the ultimates,
0: yeah, it's not good, no, uh, yeah, so, for those of you joining us, uh, welcome uh to Ultiverse Q. It's a little podcast we've been doing for almost a year as a sort of relaunch and rebranding, and I think we've made all this continuity clear enough to follow, right, Devin? I think so, so. As a little refresher, in the first half of Ultimate's Part 2, the Hulk was wanted for killing a bunch of people in New York City. And so he was sentenced to death via nuke on a boat, and he survived.
1: Yeah. Thanks to the help of his BFF, Dr. Hank Pym.
0: And so in Ultimate Wolverine vs. Hulk, numbers 1 through 6, written by Damon Lindyolf. No. Damon Linegolf.
1: It's it's Lindelof.
0: Uh, So, an Ultimate Wolverine versus Hulk, numbers one through six, written by Damon Line Elf. Yes. (laughs) I
1: I hope he (laughs) sues.
0: All right. Uh, Let's Martha Stewart this. Uh, With pencils by Leonel Francis Yu, colors by Dave McCaig, and letters by VC's Chris Oleopolis. He told half of that story, and then took off like two and a half years uh, to uh, finish it up. Because he was working on Lost, yo. <laughs> yeah, and comics face shit. And it is kind of amazing that they got the entire team to come back, and also they let him do this immense, immense flex. Because it introduces a character, and then they totally have to ignore what he planned to do with that character.
1: And, oh, it took yeah. so,
0: and it took him so long that something that he puts in the fourth issue after the break was something that did not exist or was even in the conversation back when the series started. We'll get to that. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to call that out. Also, uh, if you're a listener of Xavier Files... We're getting our story coverage up first, Zach. Your move. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, his will go up the day after ours goes up. Whatever. Your move. Yes. So, Bruce Banner wakes up on the boat about to be nuked for the crimes that he did as the Hulk and transforms into the Hulk and jumps far away into the ocean, surviving without anybody's knowledge. He washes up to Normandy and turns back into Bruce and starts a life on the lamb. While getting therapy in Paris under the alias David, you know, like David was the Hulk in the TV show's name. It's true. His psychologist pushes him on why he isn't angry towards Betty because he keeps calling her and hanging up. She asks if it's because he's impotent and he hulks out because Hulk, Hulk, got, Hulk has viable seed. Mm-hmm later he tries to make a call in ireland to betty but he stops himself again he then goes to work under the name bixby you know like bill bixby what and his co-workers hassle him about him being vegan so he hulks out and kills them and eats the cows that were nearby damn straight and then he goes to india and hears a man answer her phone and he hulks out again killing a lot of people Back in the United States, though, Betty realizes it was Bruce calling her while she was with another man,
1: mm-hmm. who we never find out his identity. It's probably Freddie Prince Jr. again. I
0: mean, fair. If you're if you're getting with a two thousands era Freddie Prince,
1: that works. Also, we're telling this well, story I mean, in for sure. First off, that's Fred Jones at this point in the game. Mm-hmm. He's he's making Scooby Doo money. Or Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed Money.
0: Also, uh, we are telling this story in chronological order and not in the weird, oh, we're going to mystery box this shit for you order. Hell yeah. So Bruce then heads to the monastery in Tibet where he finds the Panchen Llama for help with being the Hulk. The llama who is about eight lives there with Steve, a monk. The Lama talks about how the Panchen Llama finds a Dalai Lama who finds a Panchen Lama, who finds a Dalai Lama who finds a Panchen Llama as a sort of chicken versus the egg puzzle over who finds who. And Devin, are you ready for a new segment of our show? What about Lama Lama, the children's book character? Who finds him? No, are you ready for a new segment of the show, Devin? Yes, Luke. Tell me. It's called China's Doing Crimes. Uh China has actually prevented the actual Pachin Lama from being selected by the Dalai Lama because of their ongoing feud with the Dalai Lama. And so now there are actually two Pachin Lamas, which means that theoretically there can just keep being more Dalai Lamas and Pachin Lamas.
1: Classic China doing crimes. Yeah. Anyways, the Lama was
0: told that Bruce was coming and they talk about whether the Hulk is Bruce's real form or Bruce is the Hulk's real form, and they don't really get to an answer.
1: But back in the States though, Betty Ross and Dr. Jennifer Walters talk about how Betty makes poor relationship choices in her life. Mm -hmm. Which is false because she got with Freddie Prince Jr., who would soon later have that Star Wars money.
0: Oh right, he and Well that wouldn't be for like a decade though.
1: Roughly. But he voices Kanan Jarrus in the hit television program Rebels, which is on the Disney Plus. You can watch all four seasons now. Uh, Jen then asks for a sample of the Gamma Serum to improve it, which Betty doesn't like because she is a bit obsessed with Bruce. Wolverine, meanwhile, in a room where Jen and Betty are secretly watching, meets with Nick Fury in his secret house and detects the two women before he is introduced to them and is told about how the Hulk survived and Betty does not trust the Wolverine. And
0: long-term listeners may remember that we saw Wolverine leaving for this in the last issues of ultimate x-men that we
1: covered correct the group then goes over his appearances in paris ireland and india and how they need the hulk to be killed wolverine agrees to do it for the thrill of the fight and agrees to go to tibet to find the hulk after getting a sniff of that gamma serum a few days later, what do you
0: think it sounds like or what do you think it smells like Mm, that's a good question I feel like it would be fermented Mountain Dew. The Mountain Dew, but I would feel like microwaved Mountain Dew. Just like always warm Mountain It's like when your mom used to warm you up a, a pot full of Mountain Dew in the winter when you came in from playing in the snow. Yeah. A nice big mug of hot Mountain Dew.
1: But he will never know the taste of Baja Blast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, uh Baja Blast would have come out.
1: No. With the Gamma Serum, he does not get to know the privilege of smell um, no. of Baja Blast. Only well, original. We'll see, we'll see. The group then goes over his appearances in Paris Island, India, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, hey. apart. a few days later, though, Cats in America and Tony Stark are playing ping-pong as Forge watches and Betty shows up, so they talk about Wolverine being sent to kill the Hulk. Betty wants Hulk to be forgiven since he did survive a death sentence. And then the heroes go get and get into a fight about superhero registration, with Steve being for it and Tony against. <gasps> what a wacky reverse.
0: Right? Mm-hmm. I, I do think that makes sense here, though.
1: Oh, I agree.
0: Uh, Ultimate Captain America's shit. And a fascist.
1: Mm-hmm. Jen, meanwhile, tests the Gamma Serum on a hamster who grows to a full size, but isn't angry and shows it to Betty, proving she has improved the serum.
0: By making it Baja Blast.
1: Yeah. Betty goes to Fury to warn him that Jen is going to try and sell the Gamma Serum to China. He does not believe her, but he authorizes a sample to be released so Betty's loyalty could be tested.
0: Meanwhile, Wolverine goes to Tibet, drinks, and notices there's no women in the town. He heads up a mountain to a temple after paying a guide, where he finds that the Hulk, surrounded by all the women in town in bikinis for some reason, because it's a town in the mountains in Tibet, and why would they all have bikinis, and also why do they all look like supermodels there? It's very weird.
1: It's the gamma serum, bruh.
0: I mean, I don't think Hulk is giving them the gamma serum that way.
1: But he's radiating it, which wow, means wow, it wow. is warm.
0: I'd, I'd accept that more if they were green. Also, I don't remember, but do we ever see just like a whole bunch of tiny Tibetan Hulk boys?
1: Not in this issue. Okay. Probably we'll, at we'll all.
0: will keep that on the back burner. We'll see if that ever turns into anything or if it's just damon lindserelf from the chronicles of drizd uh putting in a lot of just weird
1: things again of course bro did you watch lost no this time a cultural touchstone Luke.
0: i know it's great Betty is meanwhile notified about Logan heading to the temple and uses audio that she recorded of Fury to get herself a flight authorization to follow him. Fury watches as Jennifer Walters meets with the Chinese, but finds out that the briefcase that she has is actually the new 2009 Star Trek movie, which she was trying to buy, which uh, did not exist when the comic series started. Correct. Which I kind of wonder what it was going to be beforehand. Yeah, because I was really confused uh because lost season two, because <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was like, wait, what? What series started in like two? Or what Star Trek movie was there in two thousand six? There wasn't one.
1: Well, I mean, uh, We're going to look at the IMDb. I believe it is because David Lindelof produced the star that Star Trek film.
0: In the meantime, Fury asks about the serum that he released oh, Betty that's and right. realizes. He
1: did. Okay. And he realizes that he was duped. Bam. Always getting duped. In the temple, Wolverine talks about how he was sent there to kill him and notices Hulk is smart. Hulk brings up how Iron Man and Captain America are supposed to kill Wolverine if Xavier ever stops having him on the team, and they both posture at one another. Wolverine brings up Betty, which makes Hulk frustrated, and Hulk tells him to leave the temple. Wolverine, seeing that he's getting a reaction, then insinuates that he's going to hook up with Betty. Hulk then rips Wolverine in half in a fight and throws his legs very far away. Classic.
0: (laughs) Which is how the entire thing starts.
1: Oh, yes. Wolverine claws his way miles back to find the Hulk, who finally threatens to eat one of his legs. They start talking, and that's when a shield jet flies over and a passenger drops off. She-Hulk. Betty Ross, transformed by the improved Gamma Serum that Fury tried initially to stop.
0: And the weird thing is, uh, issue three ends with the appearance of She-Hulk, but no hint at who it is. So it's like, oh, for two and a half years, people could have thought that it was Jen Walters.
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah. Quite cheerfully, there is a slight chance it might have been.
0: <laughs> yeah. Especially with how uh, Betty is handled in Ultimates 2.
1: Mm-hmm. She lands, says that she's there to help the Hulk, but the Hulk gets angry instead because Betty causes him to make bad choices in life. Betty and the Hulk get into a fight, and that turns horny before Nuke is fired at them both, and the Hulk meets with it, shouting, Meet me in Casablanca.
0: Ladies, does this ever happen to you? you finally get to see your husband or boyfriend or partner after a long week of work. And then Nick Fury fires a nuke into your bedroom. You just remember, scream out, meet me in me and Casablanca, and you'll get things done. Mm. Wink. Mm. Mm. Wolverine then has a fantasy where he talks to his fursona. I'm using that term because the actual term that they use is really antiquated and shouldn't be used unless you're an indigenous person. And his fursona is a panda and he continues to be awful and kind of homophobic about it. And he's angry about his fursona not being a Wolverine. And so he gets into the fight with the panda and the panda mentions how Wolverine lost his head. And he wakes up at the Triskelion where Fury is interrogating his decapitated head, which can still survive and talk. Uh and they tried and talk about what happened in Tibet, which Wolverine claims to not remember beyond Fury dropping a nuclear bomb on them. Fury doesn't trust Wolverine, and then he shoots Wolverine, knocking him out. Wolverine wakes up in a cell with the no doors, and the rest of his body and his claws are blocked off, and he finds Forge trying to escape with a vibranium tuning fork that lets him phase through walls. Wolverine asks Forge to free him, which he does, and they burst out, and Wolverine asks him to help him more, so they go to Forge's lab. Wolverine has Forge make control collars that can exert the pressure of the moon and are small enough to go on humans, but too small for hulks, unaware that Fury is watching the entire thing.
1: Wolverine, planning to go to stop the hulks, causes a distraction at the airport so he can get through without being caught, and shows up in Hong Kong, where he finds Betty in her hotel. He threatens her to put on the collar, but she refuses and attacks him, but Wolverine stabs her and forces her to do what he wants. Wolverine then shows up on Bruce's flight to Casablanca and collars him in a surprise attack. Bruce realizes the situation he is in and talks about how the collar is there to stop the Hulk and not Bruce because of what the Hulk did to Wolverine. Bruce is upset, so he jumps out of the plane and Wolverine follows and has to cut the collar off because Wolverine wanted Hulk to die as Hulk and not as Banner. Fury then finds the pair in the desert, and Fury tells him the Hulk that he's free because he has Betty as an insurance for the Hulk attacks. He also warns Wolverine that he's angry at him, and then rides off, leaving Hulk and Wolverine to figure out how to get back home. Ah, uh, it's really weird. Nice flex at the end, Mister Fury.
0: <laughs> mm. I, I. Don't know how to feel about the comic, honestly.
1: Here's how you feel about the comic. The scene of him ripping Wolverine in half and tossing his legs away was great. That is the only thing anyone ever remembers about this series.
0: Probably. Uh let's let's rank it. Uh we got uh currently 82 comics on our list at the top is ultimate spider-man hollywood at the bottom is ultimate iron man numbers one through five uh okay how do you feel about this compared to ultimate spider-man deadpool which similarly only has like one thing people actually remember
1: uh this is better because the part that we remember i like
0: okay as a Um, child
1: i thought that scene was great
0: how do you feel about it compared to Ultimate X4? Better. I don't think it's better than President Thor. It is not. So that makes it our new number 43 on the list. Under Ultimate Fantastic Four, President Thor, and above Ultimate X4. Next, we have the Ultimates 2, numbers 7 through 13. Trade title, Grand Theft America.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This is what it's all been leading to, boys and girls. This one. Jingoism. Uh,
0: It was written by Mark Millar with pencils by Brian Hitch, inks by Paul Neary, colors by Laura Martin, and letters by Chris Eliopoulos. Somewhere in the Middle East, Captain America stopped the surface-to-air missiles of a nuclear facility before having Quicksilver extricate him. And I say somewhere in the Middle East because that is the only detail that they give us, Mm -hmm. which not off to a great start this comic has not aged well at all
1: i agree at the same time this is mid 2000s luke war on terror Every, yeah. everything was this
0: but it's also a criticism of the war on terror that ultimately says oh no we're just going to fuck over everybody who gets angry at us mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Fury then sends in bombers and giant men and the captains of the European Union, along with Iron Man and Black Widow, who, if you forgot, was given a Iron Man suit of her own by her fiancé, Iron Man, to uh, celebrate their upcoming wedding. And they go and disassemble the nuclear arsenal with help from the Scarlet Witch. Meanwhile, Captain America and the military relocate the locals by force.
1: You forgot to mention the fantastic marriage proposal by Iron Man, Luke.
0: Oh, we covered that last
1: time. But you were giving them a recap in case they forgot.
0: Yeah, but I mean, him hiring her entire village to spell out Will You Marry Me isn't necessarily important for the overall arc beyond it being a very powerful flex.
1: It's the most powerful flex. Also, she said yes. Mm-hmm. That's important for the Thark.
0: Six months later, Thor is meeting with Tony while he is still imprisoned at the Triskelion for attacking the police, who were attacking protesters, who were upset about using superheroes as uh, soldiers, and people outside are clamoring for Thor's freedom. Thor criticizes the forced disarmament that the Ultimates had a hand in, and Thor wants to know when it will stop believing that someone is behind their actions, pushing them further and further. Tony calls Thor the delusional one, and Thor warns about what Fury is doing, which is making new enemies with his preemptive strikes.
1: Meanwhile, the Wasp and Hank meet up at a cafe so she can vent about Captain America seeming so old. Hank talks about the Defenders failing and how he's now working for a company. At Hawkeye's home, after they had had Wasp and Captain America over for dinner, Hawkeye and Laura comment on Wasp and Captain America's dream relationship, which Hawkeye didn't pick up on. Laura hears a knock at the door and goes to check and is killed by soldiers who then murder the rest of Hawkeye's family as Hawkeye fails to stop them.
0: It's so weird that this is where they're like, oh, you know, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Hawkeye should have a wife. Yeah. To played be- by Velma. Y-
1: yes, exactly. Well, exa- Slash hot dog water yeah
0: if it it's just like she has no characterization beyond dying really easily and being more socially aware than hawkeye
1: classic hawkeye never picking up on emotional cues <laughs> to be fair i would arguably say up until fractions run that this was like one of the most memorable hawkeye stories ever though <laughs> I, and
0: all the other ones are pretty much, oh, this is Mockingbird, I, I'm i in love with her, sometimes I'm not. Or, oh, I was a criminal, but I didn't want to be a
1: criminal, or I am death. Bam, exactly. Or I am dead now. Or, or I am Ronin. Or sometimes my girlfriend slash potentially wife, Mockingbird, is also a scroll, and I am sad about that. <laughs> Boss wakes up in the morning to find Captain America, who knows how she's been spending time with Hank, and he does not like it. She denies that she's done anything with Hank, at least so far, so Captain America gets mad and runs off.
0: Oh, I'm being cucked.
1: Classic. That's Captain America. Uh, you mean cucked in America, am I, right? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the S.H.I.E.L.D. forensics teams find the murder site where Hawkeye's body is missing. Fury activates his personal secret cameras that he had hidden and plans to keep it secret from the Ultimates as he looks for the culprit.
0: He also wants to go and look at all the videos of them fucking because that's how he gets off it. Mm-hmm. Also, I have a feeling this...
1: And that's really the real <laughs> secret he's trying to keep from the rest of the yeah. Ultimates.
0: Well, also, this episode has to be titled "Cocked in America now, doesn't it? Yes. Great. Uh, do you ever actually look at the episode titles that I picked for Altiverse Q? No. Uh, the last one was Battlefoot by Robert Kirkman. Before that was Three Tales of Kitty Pride Terror. Before that was Mr. Nix. I mean, that uh, one I knew. Uh, before that, it was Tasteful Reasonable Titty Robot. Uh yeah, I knew that one. Uh, Episode 20 was He's Everywhere You Want to Be.
1: Yes, I believe I helped with that one, too. It depends on the ones that you ask for assistance on or not.
0: Yeah, I don't always. Uh, There's also Straight Up TiVo. Aunt May has the Snyder Cut. Cameron Poe versus Annihilus. There's going to be Little Ben. The Mutant Trolley Problem. We've had some pretty good titles. That'd We've covered great. some pretty bad comics. Much more attractive man, Bruce Campbell. There was a Watchmen homage. Diaper Van Junction. Geldof! Mama McCoy's Bouncing Horny Boy. How Nick Fury Paid for His Student Loans. The Biggest spiderweb in Minnesota. The Ulta Prince. Colossus Has to Remember Everyone's Problems. Hammer Daddy. Giant Man with a Giant Butt. Student Court, Horrific Face Mask, and Petty Cash Theft. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 25 episodes, Devin.
1: Some good titles.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh. Back us on Patreon.
1: Captain America, meanwhile, goes to hang out with Bucky at an event. And part of the issues is he's having a very difficult life than Wasp after talking. He is
0: very different than Wasp.
1: Whatever, and part of the issue is that he is very different from the Wasp. And after talking, cocked an American Bucky hug, all as Fury begins to track him and send the Ultimate Reserves after them.
0: If you don't remember, the Ultimate Reserves are people in Iron Man suits and a few people who had special powers. Who we don't really see them here, and then a bunch of kind of generic super soldiers Mm -hmm. and also the giant men, the giant men who don't show up
1: here. Yeah. As Captain America and Bucky go through the Greenwood Cemetery, he talks about how he is having issues living in the world and then the ultimate reserves and fury show up to rant at Captain America who tries to escape their assault.
0: And they almost kill Bucky on accident.
1: Classic almost killing Bucky.
0: Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, as Black Widow is working on picking out a dress for her wedding to Iron Man with Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver offering catty advice, they get the news along with Iron Man that the murder of The Bartons was done by Captain America, (gasps) who has been captured by Nick Fury. I guess that's why Nick Fury sent those people after Captain America.
1: That makes sense.
0: Hawkeye, meanwhile, was captured and drugged to give up state secrets, including security codes, by an unknown organization. At the Triskelion, Quicksilver has concerns about what has been happening to the team, showing his last moment of not being horny and awful. As outside, all the helicarriers begin to fall to the ground and a swarm of people in power suits fly out and begin attacking. At Iron Man's place, Iron Man has Jarvis make breakfast for him and Black Widow. He then goes to the bedroom and has an intimate moment with Black Widow.
1: Mm, 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 mm.
0: The sound of crashing helicarriers, though, interrupts them. so Black Widow pulls a gun and kills Jarvis, who just came in with breakfast. Quicksilver, meanwhile, evacuated everyone that he could as the army of powered people fly out of other ships and the army of unarmed powered people start coming in and murdering the ultimate reserves. Like there's a bunch of, oh, hey, I got a flight suit. I'm just going to fly through this giant man's ears and explode his brain. Mm -hmm. In the sky, a figure appears wielding Thor's hammer and attacks Quicksilver, which keeps Scarlet Witch from being able to focus on holding off the evil army with their powers, which she was doing somehow
1: ultimate Scarlet Witch, able to do pretty much whatever she needs, according to the story.
0: Each according to their story.
1: Yep. Above the city, Loki and the mysterious Colonel watch as heroes across the world are waylaid and the new team of villains is assembled to shut down the American Empire, which is kind of fair. It
0: is not great to be actively using superheroes as soldiers and to be creating superhero weapons.
1: We're then introduced to liberators, including the abomination, a Chinese Hulk equivalent who keeps his intelligence, the crimson dynamo, a Chinese Iron Man equivalent who can control multiple suits, hurricane, a North Korean speedster, the swarm, a Syrian who can control multiple suits. Oh, I know a Syrian who can control insects. Perrin, a Soviet Thor, the Schizoid Man, a Russian who can replicate just like the multiple man, Abdul Aralman, the colonel who was displaced by the Ultimates, and Loki, along with their power suit soldiers. Their secret weapon, other weapon, is that Hank Pym, who provided them with Ultrons to keep the peace, because the Liberators don't want to hurt the innocent American people, only the aggressors. They go hunting for the president and start gathering teams of superheroes so they can control them. Fury, meanwhile, lost an arm and is captured along with Scarlet Witch, Quicksilver, and Betty who doesn't turn into She-Hulk because her identity had yet to be revealed because David Lindelof had yet to write and finish that story. Meanwhile, the Wasp is missing.
0: Back in Iron Man's, Black Widow threatens Tony with a gun and is out for revenge for what America did to the Soviet Union. And using the money that she'll have access to from Tony's accounts when he dies, she's just going to live it up after that. That's when he activates the nanites in her blood to seal her knowledge of the Liberator's plans and then knocks her out with a bottle and goes to suit up. Meanwhile, Hawkeye ripped off his own fingernails and killed the soldiers who captured him, and he escapes, killing everyone in his
1: path. Fuck yeah!
0: (laughs) Did I ever tell you about the time I lost toenails?
1: No, that's gross though, Luke.
0: Yeah. When one of them completely came off, I asked my sister if she wanted her freedom, and she did not find it funny.
1: I agree with your sister.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Factory work.
1: Ever think about why that was why they only wanted a two-child family look? (laughs)
0: Uh, To be fair, that was after I graduated college and was working night shift at a plastic factory Ah, for a few months.
1: gross. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Captain America, meanwhile, was captured, and the schizoid man found the wasp, who revealed she had freed Captain America, and in his cell, Thor prays to Odin. Captain America and the Wasp fight and apologize and go to find Thor, realizing that they had been duped, and find that Thor is missing. Meanwhile, on Air Force One, Perrin and Crimson Dynamo attack, potentially killing Laura Bush. Which means George W. is
0: back and horny on the streets, baby. Hell
1: yeah. With his hot wingman, Jeb.
0: <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say dick. <laughs> <laughs> well you wouldn't want dick to be a wingman i
1: was gonna say
0: <laughs> you can only hide so many dead bodies as a prisoner.
1: well exactly it's like anyone yeah, you're, trying you're trying to get with them. have gone to gitmo you don't want that jeb makes you seem better anyhow <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: elsewhere in brussels the european union is stuck because the liberators controls america's arsenal and threaten to fire them nukes if any country tries to intercede. But Captain Britain has a plan. Air Force One is brought to the White House as Wasp and Captain America break into it and find Hawkeye, Scarlet Witch, Quicksilver, Fury, and Betty before any other wave of super soldiers come before another. Before another wave of super soldiers comes flying in. Iron Man, meanwhile, went into an older suit and goes on to activate that Iron Man 6, which is on a satellite up in space. The colonel notices that the
0: Ultimates are back at the White House and goes to face Captain America. Pulling out his Darth Maul lightsaber! Hell yeah! As the Ultimates fight back, Hank switches the Ultrons to crowd control to keep civilians safe and questions Loki's inactivity, who explains that once he does something, Odin is going to go after his ass. Neither of them notice a civilian getting stomped on by a crimson dynamo robot, but then that civilian turns into the Hulk and rips the robot apart because the Hulk is back, baby.
1: Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm.
0: Captain America and the Colonel introduce themselves to one another, and they fight as the Hulk faces off against the Abomination and Hurricane fights Hawkeye. Quicksilver rushes in to save his buddy Hawkeye though and grabs Hurricane and grinds her down with friction until she dies, which is gross.
1: Yeah, but I also remember that from being a child too, and also thought that was super dope.
0: I mean it it's it's dope, but it's also kinda like, someone's not coming back in the sequel. I agree. <laughs> and uh captain america and colonel's fight meanwhile reaches the vietnam memorial as neither of them backs down fury betty with a gun because once again ultimate wolverine and hulk wasn't done yet and scarlet witch moved to save the president meanwhile the european union heroes traveled super fast to the united states in disguise and then attack which doesn't make sense i feel it's literally just like oh we needed time to get them in here yes Hulk, meanwhile, is overpowering the abomination who begs for his life. The swarm moves to attack, and Wasp injects a serum that Hank gave her, so she becomes a giant and stomps on the Wasp, which is somebody's fetish. Crimson Dynamo, panicking that all of his people are losing, moves to start killing civilians, and Loki decides to start working, Well, Iron Man 6 fires a laser, destroying Crimson Dynamo, and the Hulk kills the abomination by punching the top of his head off.
1: Gross. Gross, but dope. And then
0: hank sees the battle turning and changes ultron to help fight the remaining liberators which they question before complying
1: the colonel is about to kill captain america by beheading him but when he raises his lightsaber hawkeye throws captain america's shield cutting off the colonel's hand allowing captain america to overpower the man holding him and then he kills the colonel
0: r.i.p of a colonel you made a lot of good points
1: But that jingoistic Captain America just couldn't let you do that.
0: (laughs) Captain America only has room for one friend of color.
1: Yeah. All the other Ultimate Universe heroes fight and shield resumes control until Loki shows up explaining Thor was here on Earth to help humanity while he wanted to start World War III. But then Thor returns with Mjolnir. Loki tries to distract his with illusions before Thor fights them and smashes Loki with the hammer, but then Loki summons the Midgard Serpent and armies of Asgardian monsters. He talks about how he messed up with the video evidence as Thor continues to fight, and then the Asgardians come in on the Bifrost to help the Ultimates, and Thor kills that little bastard Loki. Did you say the Bifrost? Yeah, I did. Asgardians come in on the Bifrost to help the Ultimates.
0: No, I- I'm leaving in the Bifrost. Yeah, it's a Bryfrost brah. bra,
1: bra. In the aftermath, they talk about how cool everything was. Hank lies about being within the Ultimates. Scarlet Witch hits on Ultron. Perrin is wandering the streets to surrender, and the nation starts to recover. Captain America approaches Fury and wants the Ultimates to go independent with Iron Man funding it. Meanwhile, Black Widow is found in the hospital by Hawkeye, who pins her to the wall before killing her. Iron Man starts building the team out again, which means the United States no longer has official superheroes. And while Iron Man mourns the loss of Black Widow's hotness, he sees another woman and is able to get over it. Tony horny, Michael. (laughs) Tony always horny.
0: I mean, it's literally, oh, I'm going to miss her great breasts. Oh, hey, there's another woman who has breasts. Okay, I'm I'm grieved.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. At the Triskelion, Hank is imprisoned. And was comes to visit him, and we cut to the pass where Steve Rogers, who's pre-Cats in America, talks about wanting to ending the war altogether and hoping that he'll have the power to do it. Which is fucking weird. Yeah.
0: I don't think they earned that part at all. Especially because then they're like, nope. this is dedicated to Stan and Jack. Uh, yes. Yeah, so Ultimates 2, I think, is where we get into the this is what people think of when they think of Ultimates. It's not full on ultimatum yet, but you get a lot more violent murders and jingoism.
1: But mostly the cool, cool crime of murder.
0: The cool sexual crime of murder.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: As ethically and morally reprehensible as it is it's it's entertaining like it feels bad to be entertained by it but there is part of it where it's like oh shit Hawkeye's is going to avenge his wife who got totally fridged along with his kids which mm-hmm. is storytelling but oh my god he killed people with his nails by offering them fritos
1: which was dope
0: <laughs> yeah i mean I have a hard time endorsing it, but I also have a hard time ignoring it. I also have a hard time saying that it
1: isn't enjoyable on a visceral level. Yeah. And please, actually quite truthfully, I, I, the one I still love the most, 100%, is Quicksilver pushing uh, Hurricane. Hurricane. Just because even as he's, like, taunting them as he's doing it, too.
0: Well, and because he loves his good friend Hawkeye.
1: It's true. For some reason. Hey. Quicksilver feels for him. He just lost his <laughs> wife and kids.
0: <sighs> yeah. Okay. Uh
1: how, how Lo- do Air. you feel about Quicksilver it? Quicksilver loves his good pal Jeremy Redder. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Remember when he said, you're too slow, and then he had his entire look redesigned by the art team, so the movie got pushed back to Valentine's Day.
1: Hell yeah. Okay, how do you
0: feel about this compared to Ultimate Fantastic Four Doom? Better. Uh, okay, I, I'd i say my ceiling is probably Ultimate Vision. Better. I I, I can't put it above Ultimate Vision. Better. I can't put it above Ultimate Better. Vision. I can't put it above Ultimate Vision, what? Devin. Was where, it the point
1: of you? this? What it wasn't the point of this list to be about how successful it was in retelling these stories in the New World Order.
0: Is that what we're doing? <laughs> that was what you're just did. making.
1: That is false. That is not what you first told us that the point of the list was at the beginning of the show, but you quickly forgot that by like episode two and I was just like, yeah, whatever. Uh,
0: I was bent over in laughter. Okay, okay. But what story is this retelling then, if that's what you're going for?
1: It's not, it's just retelling the Avengers. And bringing them into the modern society. Okay. Ah. And we're talking mid to 2000s at this point in the game. This is when we want that cool grittiness that gets the people going.
0: Okay. Okay. So I can bump it up. I can bump it up. I don't know if I want to put it above Magnetic North. The only good Brian K. Vaughn X-Men story.
1: Yeah, sure. Whatever.
0: Okay, so it will go right above uh, Ultimate Spider-Man Detention. Sure. Okay, so our new number 18 is Ultimates 2, number 7 through 13, Grand Theft America. And then finally, we have the Ultimates Annual 2 written by Charlie Huston with pencils by Mike Diodato Jr. and Ryan Sook, with inks by Joe Pimentel, Wade Von Graubadger, and our alternate universe selves' friend Scott Koblish, with colors by Rain Barreto, and June Chung, with letters by VCs Joe Caramagna. And Devin? Yes, Luke? Have you looked into the writer at all? No. Do you want to guess his ethnicity? Or his race? White?
1: Mhm. I mean, it's a pretty white name, Luke. Uh,
0: uh it it it's sort of I think it could have been an anglicanized name or But yeah, no, this is very much a white dude wanting to tell a story where racist Captain America learns about race and
1: he <laughs> also it, wrote social issues. It. It.
0: Yeah. And he also wrote a uh, Ultimate Wolverine and he also wrote a Wolverine series that was heavily criticized for being pointlessly violent. Uh, you mean every Wolverine so,
1: series? Ho
0: <laughs> It didn't have Wolverine yelling COCAINE at a rocket. In the past, Captain America snuck into a castle in World War II where he ran into Arnim Zola who used genetically engineered soldiers. Captain America learned previously that Zola's genetic engineering needed people with more melanin in their skin to survive his process, meaning he mostly used black people. And Captain America stopped Armin Zola. In the present, Captain America and the Falcon are working on recovering the dead in New York City after the Liberators' attack. When reports of crime and plague out in middle America reach them. Because the Liberators also attacked everywhere in the United States population centers so they could take over. We just didn't really see any of that. The reports of a a plague comes out that is only affecting people of color and turning their corpses white. Captain America figures out that Zola is behind it, recognizing the signs of his work. He then finds out that after he defeated Arnim Zola, Zola was recruited by the OSS to work on the Super Soldier program. And the OSS digitized Zola's mind to preserve it, allowing him to survive to the present. Which is wild, because we never find out about anybody else's mind who
1: was preserved like why wouldn't you preserve someone better
0: yeah why wouldn't you preserve someone who was not originally a nazi like and it's not even oh he made rockets for the nazis this was oh he's literally killing specifically people of color to try and turn them into super soldiers
1: Mm-hmm. what if he had actually been able to make the super soldier though luke Because that would then go against the entire Nazi plan. If all you could do is make black people into super soldiers.
0: I don't know how to respond. Exactly. It's a poorly thought out plan, Zola. Yeah. This is a poorly thought out comic. Truth. So Falcon and Captain America head down south using something called the Green Book where they learn about racism and Captain America learns some lessons that even though he's racist, there's people who are more racist than he is. And meanwhile, the fact that Falcon has several PhDs and is a genius is completely ignored because Captain America's family wants a movie and somehow it's directed by the guy who made like the Dumb and Dumber movies, which is really just weird. And
1: the classic film Stuck on You... Stuck on you is pretty good. Stuck on you is great.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. It's one of the ones that holds up very well. But Falcon and Captain America head out to find the source of the attacks and are shot down. So they have to hitchhike and get Captain America to get help to give them a ride because this is a poorly written issue about the race. Captain America does not believe in racism is still a problem. So Sam has to tell him about the progress and fight for equality in the past while he was frozen. The guy who gives them a ride served with Captain America in World War II and gives them a car and the pair headed after the group called the Marauders who are using Zola's white dust and have a militia. They fight their way into the base and find the Jenks who are supposedly in charge of the militia was genetically altered into a massive cyborg abomination to house Zola's mind. The militia overpowers Captain America but then Falcon ends up freeing everyone who the militia had imprisoned for whatever reason. So they work together and topple it and kill Zola's body. With the freed, with the people freed, Captain America and Falcon check on the injured and then plan to head home, and Captain America did not learn a thing.
0: The comic takes so long to get to the, like, end that it's literally, we don't get to see a good fight. It's just like, oh, hey, here's a panel of Falcon's hands breaking open the lock. It's, it's altogether an awful comic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's figure out how awful it is. Uh, how do you feel about it compared to Ultimate Fantastic Four Annual Number One and Human? This we at least understood what was happening. Truth. I think I'd put it above that, but not necessarily above Spider-Man, Daredevil, Punisher. Agreed. Because, I mean, there you at least have some chart, and this does not have even some chart. So, the Ultimate's annual number two is our new number 81, hitting the bottom five of our list.
1: Also, one has Spider-Man and the other one doesn't.
0: Yeah. So, that, that gets us. Uh, we did have a question that came in this week, Devin. From who? Well... I'm opening it up, opening it up, seeing people who are interested in the ads that I made for another podcast. Mm. Uh, Yes, Xavier Files wants to know, why do we do this to ourselves? Because he was also covering Ultimate Wolverine and Hulk.
1: As I tweeted back at Luke earlier today, in the wise words of Obi-Wan Kenobi, you have done this yourself, but why? Hell, oh, if I know, because you fell on the dark side. There.
0: Oh. Someone posted a video of Pokemon Sword and Shield where they were dancing, and a uh, wild Kareli in the wild zone. Came over and started dancing with them.
1: Whatever, I resent Pokemon Sword and Shield right now. Why? Because I want to talk to everyone about how dope the plotline of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is, but nobody bought that game because it came out the same day as Pokemon Sword and Shield.
0: Oh, yeah, that's Disney being dumb. Yeah. You can't go up against Pokemon. Well, it was
1: supposed to be a big Star Wars week because you had Mandalorian premiering on Tuesday, then you had the game on on Friday. Yeah, but Pokemon
0: is Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, There is an octopus who is a wrestler, a masked wrestler, Devin.
1: I gotta push stormtroopers off the edge of cliffs with force push Luke. Or pull to my lightsaber with Forrest Pole. I can cook curry with my Pokemon. There are giant spiders and they scare me, Luke.
0: Pokemon also has giant spiders in the
1: game. Uh, Oh, you can combine. My game has Forrest Whitaker, Luke.
0: uh, My game allows you to combine incongruous parts of fossils to create living abominations combined from two different types of creatures that's
1: gross my jedi is very <laughs> into collecting house plants you know how commander shepherd was super into collecting his model ships mm-hmm. or her model ships depending how you played yes well my jedi is very into collecting uh different plants and having his uh, little garden you can send
0: pokemon to go and do jobs like people
1: Whatever the hell that pilot is, I think he's technically people.
0: Uh, I'm sorry that Pokemon has been bigger than your Star Wars game.
1: Yeah. dope. We got your second sister. We learned who she was. That was cool.
0: Uh, You have to fight a bunch of Pokemon hooligans who are like football hooligans except that they're into Pokemon and a specific trainer who's goth instead and they're kind of fantastically garbage oh also all the gym battles are now in coliseums and you make your pokemon really big and fight and you have childs who, and you have crowds who are chanting your name and supporting you technically i had to fight in a coliseum
1: too that was fun
0: i've had to fight in seven coliseums so far
1: but not you. well you I've, made I've done it. it i actually had to do it <laughs>
0: Uh, They also change gym battles, so you have to solve puzzles on the way to uh, fight the gym leader, which is a nice way of mixing things up.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of good puzzles, actually, in the new Star Wars game.
0: There's a Pokemon that, if you find him, sometimes it will just have a Pikachu shoved in its mouth.
1: Of course. Yeah. Alright, so... Also, remember how Weezer could be up for an Academy Award this year? Yes. I always remember why that's right weezer will be on the soundtrack for frozen 2 in theaters tomorrow or by the time this comes out already in theaters
0: we got ice lesbians going all around i still think it's weird what is the the snow falling sound i have a weird obsession with japanese women Weezer soundtrack
1: on Frozen 2. I think it's weird that they're on a Disney soundtrack. They don't seem like that type of band. Now, when Weezer gets asked to be on the Shrek 4 soundtrack, it's like, yes, I get that.
0: (laughs) Disney has Disney money, and Weezer is so generic that Hashpipe plays at children's birthday parties. Uncensored. There's no swear words. I got my ass wipe. Yeah. Anyways, Devin, where can people uh Devin, do you know what we're covering next time on Ultimate so Oh no. Okay. Uh man. Have... on Uh it looks like yeah, we got some uh ultimate X-Men. Some Ultimate Spider-Man and some Ultimate Fantastic Four. That's Some Ultimate X-Men and Spider-Man annuals. Neato. Mm -hmm. It's another 13 issues of comics that we're covering, Devin, for our 26th episode, which means that we're almost at the one year anniversary of doing this. Keeping in mind the fact that we initially did the first two episodes two weeks in a row because I got stuck in Santa Fe.
1: Classic Luke, always stuck in Santa
0: Fe. Mm Mm-hmm. With my luggage that included my microphone case and my laptop already in Ohio. Yeah, we also have a Christmas special coming up, which, once again, this is my reminder that I need to get around to
1: recording that. Right mm-hmm. Well, and finishing writing that. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Devin, where can people find you online? Well,
1: you can find me online at FredoFett. That's F R E D D O F E T T. And Luke, where can people find you?
0: You can find me online at at Koltreg, that's K-O-L-T-R-E-G You can also find both of us on the Almost Done Exod podcast By the time you've listened to this, the last episode will have gone up early (gasps) On my birthday, (gasps) November 21st I turned 30, Jesus
1: That's right, everyone You're listening to the last night of Luke's 20 year old self Mm Mm-hmm Primogeniture. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, uh, next episode, he will be a husk of the person he was in this one.
0: Husk, husk, husk.
1: Maybe uh, an ultimate husk.
0: Was there an ultimate
1: husk? Probably. There's probably a throwaway one that we never see.
0: I don't you uh, ultimate husk. Uh, shows up in Ultimate Comics X-Men.
1: Bam. We'll get to
0: her in a while. (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, so you got stuff to look forward to. I also recently updated the Patreon page where you can help us to get more episodes of classic Ultime Q where we cover non-ultimate universe comics you might even say classic multiverse q instead of multiverse q uh anyways we have a facebook that you can follow us on where i remember to make posts uh there's the twitter where you can actually interact with us regularly and if you wanted to do us a favor if you wanted to give me a birthday gift without needing to spend money uh please leave us a review leave us a five-star review so, uh, you know, people think that this is a good podcast.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Anyways, Devin, I'm going to go up and play more Pokemon and watch more classic Simpsons episodes.
1: So have a good night. What episode and are you watching?
0: Uh, I oh. just got done with Treehouse of Horror Part 1, or Treehouse of Horror 1. <gasps> nice. Mm-hmm. Audience, thank you for listening. Devin. Thank you for doing this for another episode with me. You're welcome, Luke. And everyone, have a pleasant rest of your day. And an even better tomorrow.
1: Peace. Catch you on that flip mode. Catch you on the flip mode.
0: (laughs) Ha ha!